I was born ready. For sex. <laughs> That's disgusting. Sex is disgusting? No, if you're born ready, it's disgusting. Yeah, I, I, I came out of the womb with a boner. Stop. Like, <laughs> Stop. We can't talk about baby boners. That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a good line to have. Like, don't cross the line. If that's, if that's the line to have, I'm okay with it. It took so long to get me out of the womb because, like, the boner got stuck on the... <laughs> it just... Boing. <laughs> hey, welcome to the broadcast, everybody. I'm Jenny. I'm Peter. He has nothing to do with Peter's. And he has a boner right now. Yes, I do. In case you didn't know. Yeah, I should probably apologize in advance because I have had some allergy bullshit for the past few days and I sound like garbage. I feel like garbage. I feel a lot better actually right now. Shut up. You sound great. <laughs> I just sound like I'm trying to put my nose closed. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, just fucking disgusting. I hate this tree bukkake has got to stop. Uh, yeah, and it's probably not going to stop until uh, <laughs> uh, the end of summer, basically. So anyway, yeah. Tree, tree bukkake. Yeah. That's I've what had, it is. I've I'm had just... actual cold, not allergies. It's been terrible. I couldn't hear for like four days this week. Oh, fun. Yeah. And I, I was know. starting to worry that mine was a cold, but like I don't have anything else wrong with me other than just my sinuses being jacked up, you know? Are you feeling better now, Lauren? Kind of, um, but I keep doing too much. So <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a, my normal. Um, and I'm coming to you live from uh, Matt's studio today because <laughs> <laughs> um, he was supposed to come up and see me this weekend, but. Uh, because Christian's play, Christian had his closing weekend of his play from Friday and then two shows yesterday. And, uh, I had spring ween yesterday. So the plan was Matt was going to come up, um, on Saturday, we would go see the Avengers Sunday morning, but, uh, he was too sick cause we had the same crud and, uh, he took it a lot worse than I did. So he couldn't make it up. So I came down here instead. So. That's that's fun. So how was Springoween? It was amazing. It was so great. Um, there were so many people there. Everybody had a blast. I dressed as a witch all day um, and didn't do too much, honestly. To, to <laughs> I didn't do my, my usual, like, in-character mm-hmm. talking to everybody because I just was, you know, pumped full of Dayquil and just <laughs> hanging on as much as I could. Uh, but I lasted all day. I did some karaoke, uh, did some screaming on the microphone there. And then at the end of the night, uh, all the witches gathered up to do the Vilpurgisnacht dance. And that the what? Vilpurgisnacht. It means witches' night in German. 
Ooh, sounds sexy. There's a special choreographed dance to it that we all learned for the event. We danced in front of the fire with the moon behind us. It was was pretty epic. So I'll put some pictures in the show notes of that. Your costume looked amazing. Like you had some kind of like pagan uh, horn goddess kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't have an actual broom, but I had a really cool staff. And I didn't have a witch's hat, but I had some really neat horns. So I just went with that. And uh, you were horny. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> of course she is. <laughs> was. She, she was also born with a boner. <laughs> I don't want to talk about babies with boners, you guys. Really? So, that's the only line I've got. <laughs> <laughs> so Springoween is like the halfway to Halloween thing. Is it basically the same as the the Halloween stuff? Do they have like a lot of the same things? They don't have a haunted house. No, right? no, it was uh, it was completely different than well, not completely different. Uh, <laughs> it's basically the kickoff party that uh, Red Vane uses their first. It's their first big event of the year. Uh, Red Vane has several events throughout the year, and Springoween, their halfway to Halloween party, is the first big event, and it was full of vendors. Um, one of the coolest vendors there was called um carotid artistry and they do all these costume designs and special effects type stuff based on guar uh and they had this full it was designed so that you could get in it and take pictures of it it's this full body costume where you can get behind it and put your head through it um and it looked amazing i have some pictures of that that i'll get on um for our show notes too mm-hmm. um some of the other vendors there was eerie nights ghost tour was there they had uh costumed characters that do they they do a haunted history tour of richmond and they had their costumed characters there giving ghost stories you know live nice. at the event um you know they had karaoke but this was definitely much more family oriented where their mm-hmm. haunt uh that they have in the fall is much more adult um which some some people do take their kids through that too if they want them you know, if you want to right. expose your kids to something that scary and live and in your face that's on you um but this was much more just like outdoorsy people having people who are interested in horror and like dressing up for halloween got to come and there was this really great costume yeah contest. the kids in the costume contents contest were all adorable there are a couple adults too they weren't adorable, oh, uh, but they had costumes. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a really great escape room going up. Um, it was a, it, it, they debuted their escape room for the first time and the escape room will be there at the haunt. Um, oh, nice. So when you, if you go to the, the haunt, you'll have to pay for the escape room, but this mm-hmm. weekend it was free. Um, and it was an asylum theme where you have to solve the puzzle and break out of the now how do they do they um do you have to like make a a reservation for that or anything or do you just kind of like go there the way that the way that they did it to yesterday was you just went in checked in and said i want i want to do the escape room and they would say well we have this time slot open be here be back here then Mm -hmm. um so that was kind of how it went and it worked basically you know the way that people were that traffic was flowing through Pretty much when you went there to sign up, you didn't have to wait that long. So people just went there to sign up and then hung around until until it was their turn. You know, they just had to wait four or five minutes. So, Okay. Yeah. I really, really hope I can make it to that yeah. in October, you know, the fall, I guess. They're doing, their next big event is the 
um, strawberry and wine festival that'll be at Hanover Vegetable Farm. Mm -hmm. um, so I think they're going to have something set up there, basically letting the public know about the haunt. That's mm -hmm. more of a, the strawberry and wine festival is more of a farm event for the local community of everybody, not just horror interest. But if you want, they're going to have their escape room there and their merch tent there and probably their photo booth. I'm not sure. The photo booth is really cool, though. Is it like a green screen type of thing? No, it's they just have this asylum theme. You probably saw the pictures um, that I put up after um, after the Wicked Women of Richmond event. They oh, just, okay. They just built a scene, basically, and you okay. can take pictures there. There's a doctor there, and he's got this giant syringe, and um, you know all these instruments up on the wall and stuff. It's really cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so I had a blast. Nice. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't even got to see any of the pictures yet because I've been like busy as shit. Um, I wasn't even able to post any of my own because I was walking around as a character <laughs> all day. I couldn't really take any, but um, I shared some of the stuff uh, to my wall this morning that I, you know, that other people had posted, and I was like, oh, I could share this at least. So, <laughs> so I wasn't able to go. Um, I've already had plans. I bought tickets to go see Afghan wigs. Um, and like, as soon as tickets went on sale, I was like, I'm fucking doing this shit. I don't care whether I go by myself. I'm fucking going. I've never seen, well, I've, I technically saw Afghan wigs, uh, 25 years ago, like basically 25 years ago as of this time of year ish. Um, but it was one of those things where I was like 13 or 14 and I kind of didn't really realize like what I was watching. I didn't appreciate them as much back then. So this was like my first time as like a real Afghan wigs fan going to their show. And I was fucking pumped. Um, and there was just no way possible for me to, to go up to Richmond and, do that like i i just had to draw the line and say like i can only do so much you right. know um but i do want to talk about that because like the whole trip was just it was it was a lot of fun um and 100 percent afghan wigs was worth seeing like i posted about it on facebook during the the show like in between sets um for first of all they they played with built to spill and this guy named ed hardcourt which who was okay like he was just it ed hardcourt didn't really fit the rest of the music to me but that's neither here nor there um built to spill was like they were good but they put them on last and it was like this weird like the the energy didn't flow the way i thought it should like because afghan wigs has like a lot of energy when they're on stage built spills kind of like they're just kind of more mellow they're just kind of sitting there and just they almost look bored after seeing afghan wigs hmm. you know and i know they weren't and it wasn't disappointing to see them but they just they were just okay you know like and i've never even heard of last. built to spill are they well known are they they're one I of think, my favorites yeah okay Never mind. Supposedly, Built to Spill is one of the reasons why this particular show sold out, where, like, this venue doesn't normally sell out, Afghan Wigs doesn't normally sell out. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I would say that they went on last because Built to Spill is probably slightly bigger than Afghan Wigs. 
Which is crazy to me because, like, I basically had never heard of them until this year. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, I, I missed out, I guess. I don't know. But uh, so in between, I posted about it on Facebook how, like, Afghan Wigs closes their set with uh, Summer's Kiss, which is my favorite Afghan Wigs song. I don't know if that's, awesome. like, basic bitch 101 Afghan Wigs is to like that song the most, but that is my favorite song. I don't think there's anything basic bitch about that. <laughs> so i think you're okay that's a good point <laughs> um it was the closest thing i've ever had to a religious experience probably the closest thing i will ever have to because just the energy that, that they build up in that song is just fucking phenomenal 100 percent worth it um here's here's the problem though um Actually, first, I'm going to back up a little bit because I want to tell you this, this little story. We go down there. Uh, it's about like a four-hour drive. Um, and we start doing some pre-gaming. We go across the street to the bar. And, you know, we're, we're there like four hours early or something crazy. And I start having some drinks. And then I've been up since like fucking nine o'clock in the morning. There's about an hour to kill in between like going to the bar, people are going to a different bar before the show starts. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go sit in my car. I'm going to relax. Um, and I just kind of like sit in my car and mellow out for a bit. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to go into the, the show now. And at this point, like I'm very inebriated. <laughs> I go into the bar or go into the show by myself. And all of a sudden I've got to fucking go to the bathroom. Like, bad like i said i've been having some drinks so i go in and there's this hallway that says restroom you know restrooms over the this hallway entrance and there's a door to my right and there's a door to the left and i can't immediately see which one is men's and which one is women's <laughs> because they have they have the signs up as i discover later but on both of them there's the print symbol on the door <laughs> okay so i'm like okay this is a pretty cool progressive place they're like doing gender neutral bathrooms or something right so i just look and i just go to the first door that i see and i'm like okay i'm going in and i go in and i turn and it's clearly the men's room and i'm like i feel so awkward right now <laughs> like and nobody was stopping me from going in there were there dudes pissing at the urinal trough yeah. or something? The, there was, was it a, a urinal trough? It was the trough. So, oh, I, damn. So there's yes. not even a screen. So you were seeing some dick. I didn't even see the dick. There was like one dude at the trough and I look over and I was like, oh, and I just grandpa Simpson my way out of that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so w what I realized later was that they... Uh, they put the sign up on the door, the, the print symbol, as their way to say, we don't care what actual genitals you have. If you identify as male, use this bathroom. Nobody gives a shit. If you identify as female, go to this bathroom. Nobody gives a shit. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> I just walked into the wrong but, fucking door. But how did you know if you wanted to go into the women's room? There... As I discovered later, there were signs up on the door, but they were like, they were like painted over and kind of scuffed up looking. So 
I don't know. I, basically, I'm just an idiot. And I was. Uh, Are you an idiot, though? Or would you have had to have been there before to have noticed that? I think if I was really paying attention and if I was in my right frame of mind, I might have noticed the sign that, you know, you can see it there. It just it wasn't as obvious as the giant print symbol on okay. the piece of paper tacked up right next to the other sign. You know? Okay. So it was like. I don't know. It was, it was just, their way of saying we don't give a shit about gender neutral, about the bathroom laws. In exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which is pretty cool because, you know, there was a big thing about it in North Carolina. Right. So, right. Anyway, so I got to be really awkward for a little while. Like, I just disappeared into the crowd. I was like, I don't, I don't hope nobody sees me because I was like wearing a black and white striped shirt. Like, I was the only one wearing a shirt that looked like that. I have purple hair. People are going to fucking notice me. But they don't care. That's... You should have just walked right past that dude's dick and walked into a stall and peed. You should have done it. Just, just walk by and up. grab his ass. No big deal. <laughs> he would have liked it. You could have made out next to the urinal trough. I hear that's like a fantasy for people. I don't know who those people are, but I've heard <laughs> <of> the thing. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, since I have purple hair, maybe I could have just said I identify as Prince. So when I saw the Prince... So I could door, use any bathroom I like. Exactly. <laughs> I actually... This is what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> like the sound of someone pissing into a urinal trough? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't sure if that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> or if you meant our awkward laughter. So... Purple rain into the piss trough. So do you count this um, bathroom experience as part of the religious experience you had while watching Greg Dooley sing? No, I do not count that because that was like a good hour before. Like this was okay. during the first, like well, the opening act. I'm really glad that you had enough time to recover from your embarrassment or yes. however you felt. To a, little bit, a little bit more, uh, you know, alcohol and good to go. <laughs> And that you weren't confronted by a huge line of dicks. It was just, like, the one guy. Yeah, just the and one guy. And you didn't even get the chance to scope out his dick. I'm disappointed. I, I felt so awkward when I, when I realized what I had done. And, like, nobody said anything to me. And this is how stupid I am. This is, this is how like fucking stupid I am. there was a long line of people and you just... No, there was, and nobody there was, was no like, line. Because oh. it was so early, but there was people coming out. And I noticed oh. it was all dudes, but I'm thinking, like... But there's just more dudes here than there are women, so maybe I'm just seeing more guys oh, okay. down. All right, you now know? I see why you're saying you were just an idiot, because <laughs> seeing only dudes come out of that door might have made me take a minute to look at the sign more closely and make sure I wasn't missing something. You would think. You would think. Not me. But, no, no, no. but I think it's really progressive of all the Afghan Wigs fans to not say, excuse me, but you're clearly a woman and this is the men's room. Because as you pointed out, maybe they think you're gender fluid. I mean, but, but that's the thing is that like, I, I don't, I don't think that I come across as androgynous or well, male. Let me tell you this. All. Let me tell you this. There is a person uh, that I went to high school with um, who I always knew as a woman who is now a Facebook friend of mine and given I haven't seen this person in 20 years, but they posted on Facebook last week about starting a new job and they're going to be working with children. 
and they said, uh, I know it's, uh, I know that I shouldn't expect the children um, to not assume my gender, or I know that I shouldn't correct the children if they misgender me, but what about with coworkers? Mm -hmm. And again, this is a person who I have known since we were 15-ish as a woman, all her Facebook pictures, she still appears to be a woman. They still appear to be a woman. Mm -hmm. But with this Facebook post, she announced that she is gender fluid. She is Mm non-binary. I'm sorry. I keep using the wrong pronoun there because this person prefers the pronoun they. They or them or theirs. Right. Um, So even though they look like a woman... They identify as non-binary and they can use whatever bathroom they want. So, you know. All right. Now, Peter, let me ask you this. If you were standing there taking a piss at the urinal trough and a woman walks in and just acts like she fucking owns a place, what would you do? Like, how would you react to it? I'd put my dick away because in this Me Too era, I would be very careful about just having my dick out in front of women. Okay, you can't ask Peter this question because <laughs> we know he's not going to give a typical answer. Um, if I was a man and I was pissing and a woman walked in, now you said act like she owns the place. By act like she owns this place, do you mean if she dropped her pants and squatted over the urinal trough <laughs> and started pissing beside me? No, no. Like more okay. like just walk in and use the stall like there's no problem. I, I, I would I would start laughing if, if that happened. If she didn't stop and scope out my dick, I wouldn't care. I'd say maybe that's not a woman like I think, or maybe this person just feels more comfortable using this restroom for whatever reason. Okay. I, okay. I mean, it's the same thing if because if a dude walked in, and started scoping out your dick, you'd feel uncomfortable as fuck. But if a woman walks in with basically blinders on and just goes straight for the stall, who cares? Right. right? Okay. Yeah. Well, next time I fuck up that badly, I'll, I'll remember <laughs> that and I'll just continue or about my business. You can still just say, whoops, didn't mean to walk in this room and, and leave and go to the other one. You don't need to be embarrassed. <laughs> it's their fault. They put the print signs on it. They were asking for this to happen. God damn. Wait, 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 wait a minute. (laughs) Let's not shame the bathrooms here. (sighs) Yeah. So that was, that was part of my experience. Uh, The other part of this whole experience was I decided that I was going to make this entire trip in a day. I was not going to get a hotel room. I was (laughs) not going to try to spend the night at anybody's house. Um, Raleigh from from Virginia Beach is about a three and a half to four hour drive. Um, it was a four hour drive because I had to take a side trip to go pick somebody up and, you know, all this other stuff was going on. So, uh, so four hours down, um, got there a little bit early, spent about seven hours there total. And then four hours back home, like starting at midnight, I got home at like, or no, it was a little bit after midnight. Um, I got home at 4.30 in the morning. Wow. I am fucking beat. Yeah. And then yet I still got up this morning and went to the movies because <laughs> fuck it. Why not? Um, 
I, I don't think I ever want to do this again. And I, I'm trying to figure out, like, is there a ratio for how long, how long you're willing to drive for a day trip mm-hmm. and make it worth it? Yeah. Like, is there a ratio between the time that you spend in the car versus time at the location? That's you what know? I think. That's how I take it. Um, it, dep- it depends what I'm going to what I'm going to do, like what the destination is. Right. I think. I would think so too, because like if it's really, really good, it would be worth it. Like if you just can't. You had a religious experience. I believe that your trip was worth it. I'm not going to tell you that. And I've done the four hour driving trip and made it a day trip before, but never intentionally Um, Mm -hmm. because I'll go from Fredericksburg down to Virginia beach all the time. Mm -hmm. And on on a good traffic day, that trip is two and a half to three hours, but you hit it wrong and it's four and a half to five. And right. it's, and I've done those trips before. There was one time when we were recording the old, the old version of Mountie broadcast and mm-hmm. I drove home on a Sunday night and it took me five hours. And I was like, I am never doing that again. But even, <laughs> that, even that wasn't a day trip. I had spent more time. It was just, I can never leave at that time on a Sunday again. Right. Right. So that, but that's the thing is that like, if you spent five hours on the road and then like, it only took you two hours down, you know, but you spent like eight hours in between, you know, now you've spent more time down here hanging out than you were on the road. Right. So for me, I I think, um, day trips for me, I try to limit to two and a half hours. Um, but the thing is you can't always count that. Because sometimes, like we said, a two and a half hour trip will take you much longer. Right. right. Um, but I understand your motivation for doing the concert in just one night. Um, and I probably would have tried to convince whoever I was driving down there with to share the driving with me. But yeah. <laughs> My limit for a day trip is about two hours. Anything longer than that, I'm spending the night there and right. heading back the next day mm-hmm. i yeah. i can't be in a car that long it drives me insane yeah yeah i i was getting there at about three something in the morning i was like holy fucking shit when is this drive gonna be done i'm losing <laughs> it because at some point like the stress of driving um it kind of balances out whatever good experience you had at the event. Yeah. You know, um, like it, it just kind of takes away from it. Like you can have the best time wherever you are, but if you, if you have to drive four hours there, spend two hours wherever you are and then four hours back home, it's just like, what was the fucking point? Unless like, if you have like a car full of people and it's like the, the drive itself is like part of the experience, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of what I was hoping, but I think my uh, my driving buddies were um, also very tired <laughs> mm-hmm. and not very talkative, especially on the drive back, which was kind yeah. of part of the reason that I wanted somebody to go with me. That's always hard for me on the drive back. It's like, I need you up to keep me awake if I'm right. going to this drive. They, yeah. they may have been awake, but just <laughs> not very like talkative and... You know, so I just put on some fucking music and started blasting it um, and uh, just kept myself awake, <laughs> which is like what I should do anyway. Um, but yeah, I think from now on, I'm going to limit myself to like 
three hours at the most. Like, to me, there's got to be, like, a clear... I'm spending more time there. Like, I'm spending at least two hours extra there than I would be on the road on, you know, best conditions, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I could have crashed at somebody's house. I could have crashed at somebody's hotel room or something. But I was like, I just want to get home. Yeah. I'm going to go home and sleep in my own bed. So... Yeah, but it was it was fun. It was a good experience, and I definitely want to see Afghan wigs again. You know, just maybe not with a day trip drive. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe next time they'll come to Norfolk or even Richmond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a lot closer. Hopefully, it'd be a lot cooler if they did. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I was questioning stuff like that was uh going to visit my family in Jersey and I don't ever do that in a day, but I've had to shorten my trip to a Saturday, Sunday, instead of a long weekend. I Mm -hmm. used to, um, you know, take a few extra days off of work, you know, go up like a Friday morning, come home a Monday morning. It was a lot more relaxing. Um, but sometimes I can't do like, depending on when we have our family get togethers, if Christian's got school, it doesn't even matter if I can take off, if I've got the time to take off, he can't miss school. Right. For a day right. Even a day, he's like, Mom, I'm missing too much work. There's too much getting done, you know. And doing the drive all by myself, five or six hours both ways. And that's too much. You know, that's even getting to spend the night and coming home, it's just, I mean, you feel so drained after a weekend of two yeah. days of driving, you know. And then, like, you got to just, like I said, think about the quality of, you know, how good is the time that I was spending there? Is it worth the stress that I'm putting up with the drive there and back, you know? So I don't know. I don't know. So I, hopefully, hopefully they'll be a little bit closer next time, but the cat's cradle in Carborough Chapel Hill, wherever the fuck I was at, it's a fantastic venue and I'm 100% going to go there like whenever I can, but I'm going to start getting the room at the cheap place up the street (laughs) kind of like the norva or something where it's like all open and no it's it's really more like a bar it's a it's a really cool and like very um intimate sort of venue like it's um it's a very long and narrow building um and you can get like right up close to the stage like you know like it a lot of places like the norva or um even because norva is kind of like a smaller theater style venue i guess yeah um but there's a lot of crowd like if you want to get up close to the stage there's a lot of crowd that just kind of like gathers right up front and it's very tightly it always seems to be very tightly packed um cat's cradle like you can get right up close like i was like 10 feet away from the stage and i wasn't even trying you know um there's a lot of places to sit like along the side like there's stools and there's like kind of uh it's not really like i don't know just like these extra steps along the side so like at some point i'm old and it's concrete floors and i just like want to go sit down or just (laughs) hold up the wall for a little bit so that's what i did for like about a half an hour hour or so um and it actually makes it easier for me to see because i'm also short (laughs) um so it just kind of got like different places to stand and sit and it's not like the norva um where at the Norva, you go upstairs. That's the only place you can sit. Is if you get up, like up on the balcony, and there's a few stools, and that's it. Or if you sit at the bar, and then you can't freaking see the stage. So, 
um, this means nothing to anybody who's never been to the Norfolk <laughs> or lived in Norfolk, but, um, but yeah, like I, I want to go there again. I want to see more shows and, um, I was supposed to be meeting Amanda down there and shit happens, you know, yeah. she wasn't able to go, but whatevs. Um, speaking of music though. Yeah. I was going to say big local music news this week. <laughs> Not so much local as internet, so it's worldwide. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's local to us. Uh, <laughs> I was going to, like, lead in from, because the, the music that I chose to keep me awake on the drive home was The Hives. The Hives! <laughs> <laughs> so, if you've been listening to our show for a while, um, we've talked about this many times before, because I've been on a few shows, Peter's been on a few shows. Uh, our friend Justin runs a show called Deprogrammed where um, basically he just gets fans of a band together and talks about them. And they put together a top 10 list, like the, the top 10 essential songs that you would give to your friend who's like, I want you to listen to this band. And um, like Peter and I were on a show about Faith No More last year. Um, so that show has finally returned after like a six month hiatus. Maybe no, God, it's been more than that. It's like it's been like almost a year. Holy shit. <laughs> um so new episodes are coming out. He's recorded a few, and the first one that came back, surprisingly, he put me on the first one back. <laughs> and so it's uh me and Nate are talking about the hives and um I, I piss them both off as I usually do. <laughs> um, but you can go on uh, their Facebook page and you can find all the links to like the Google Play uh, subscription and iTunes subscription and all that kind of stuff. And um, I'll post the, the link to the, the top 10 list that we made. Um, just so if you've always wanted to check out the hives, maybe you've only heard like their two songs on the radio and you want to listen to some more stuff. Like we've kind of gone through and picked out the top 10 songs for you. So yay. It was fun. I love doing that show. Um, even when I piss people off. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to go back cause I'm scheduled for a few episodes. Oh, which ones are you scheduled to do? Uh, Modest Mouse, Guns N' Roses, Van Halen, garbage and pearl jam nice nice and i suggested the verve to him because i've just recently gotten into the verve and he said he'll put it on the list but i think i'm the only one who wants to talk about them well you kind of suggested it as a discovery episode so i think that'll be good because it, yeah. they are kind of like a um kind of i hate to say b-list but for americans they're kind of b-list brit rock from the 90s you know, they're not as popular as Blur and Oasis, you know. Yeah, people people just know Bittersweet Symphony. And for me, like, that's the only song I knew for a while. But then I started checking out their other shit, and I was like, but I'll talk about that on the <laughs> other show. Save it for the show, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> and so anybody who's listening um, who hasn't heard a Discovery episode, the way that he does that one is like, basically everybody on the show is uh is new to the band and you kind of all discover the band together which is kind of fun because there's nobody that's like an expert which is good for me because as we've discussed i'm an idiot <laughs> and i like to not be the only idiot aki aka idiop 
anyway um i think we need to wrap the show up because mm -hmm. uh, i probably need some more water or some more booze or something i'm guessing at this point gotta kill our sinuses yeah um all right so yeah we'll go smoke some cigarettes or something uh <laughs> we're mouthy broadcast we're at mouthybroadcast.com or facebook instagram twitter at mouthy broadcast and you can call us 757 see you next tuesday motherfuckers Baby boners. Ha, ha, ha.